Hello, welcome to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodjo. He is a voice called to restore the dignity of humanity, to demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit, to reveal the true identity of Christ in us, to raise and build people of absolute dominion, to raise a fearless generation, to bring salvation to the unsafe, revival to the brokenhearted, liberate men from captivity, to reveal the absoluteness of the Holy Ghost, to break the walls of denomination and bring about unity in the body of Christ across the continent. And now, today's message. God is good. You know, every church, eh, there are special people who feel that God must address them differently. Oh, did you hear me? They feel that uh, you can't talk my case in public. How dare you? Do even confront the pastor. Oh, God is good. Because the very moment you allow emotions become your God, you will spoil everything in a second. Because sometimes the test of God looks like the enemy's temptation. I'm telling you, when God is taking a man through the wilderness process, it looks like the enemy, the devil, has become your God. Because at that time, God is expected to be quiet. So believers who are not descending to tell the place of time, you can't work with God. Am I communicating, church? I said, you were in a very strategic position for destiny. Look at me, church. The Bible says Jesus Christ was left to die alone on the cross of Calvary. And all the people he helped became his enemies. If that makes sense. At a point in time, even his own father left him. He screamed and said, Eli, Eli, lama sabatani, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Look at me, church. I want you to know that in this kingdom, when pain is not part of your process, God cannot trust what I mean produce. If there be any reason why God will ever give a man anything, it's because pain has a sense of pride. I'm not talking to church. Yeah. Yeah. So, no amount of pain in this kingdom should ever take away your praise. Because whatever the enemy sends that something great is coming, they will fight you too. And it can, it can be through anybody. So, there are people that they can wake up in the morning and they will be sad on the inside. That's a demon taking away your blessing. Yeah. Because the enemy knows that one of the fruit of the Spirit of God is joy. I told you that your inner strength is joy, not the muscles you have. So when people are constantly sad, know that the enemy has become their shelter. Because when God comes to the come in you, even if you are in a fire like the three Hebrew boys, there will be this joy in you that it can touch you. Oh, if that makes sense, church. Yeah. So... Whenever you come to church, let no one tell you that you are screaming for attention. Those who are giving those comments, they can't hear God themselves. Or if that makes sense. Because when you are spiritual, you know that the spiritual man is a madman. Oh, you didn't hear me. <laughs> oh, am I communicating, church? So in the course of, I mean, someone like, why, why, why are you rolling? Why are you rolling? You, you don't know what God has done for them. If that makes sense. I was telling my mother that this year Mangana will be having about 16 people coming from UK. Hello. They are coming because they said they've been witnessing the move of God every time on Zoom and on Facebook Live. They want to come and see live and call it. If that makes sense. They said, Prof, we've seen them inside London, we've seen God's power, but there's this thing we always see when you minister in Belgium. We want to come and see it. That's a wonder. I was there today when people coming from Cameroon that 10 people have booked their tickets from USA coming for the conference. That's how God went. Meanwhile, we have somebody in this country who doesn't understand the need of prophecy. Do you know why? Because they are so dead to the spirit man. That's life. I pray for you. 
that pain wouldn't take the knowledge of Afghan away from you. Yeah. So every time you can be thankful. Say, Father, thank you. Are you blessed, friends? Let's learn something in 10 minutes and let's pray. It's a Friday prophetic service. We ought to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. This is powerful. God wants to do something today. Say glory. Be in confidence of this very thing. That he who has begun a good work in you would accomplish it on the day of Jesus Christ. I think for some time now we've been treating this, if that makes sense. God is good. So probably, let's do a recap in 10 minutes. And let me give a point to you of today. God is good. Now, hear this deeper understanding, ladies and gentlemen. People have this understanding that when they come into the light of God, where they assume that all the mysteries of the kingdom that makes prophecy a reality has been given unto them automatically, they must work in miracles. And God says, no. You can have the understanding of how the light operates. But if you haven't yielded to the will of the Father, the light can become your life. Can I preach today? I, I need you to have this understanding, ladies and gentlemen. That the word of God you see scripted in the Bible is not only for the reading, it is for the making of the believer's life. Oh, I'm teaching here. When people assume that the scripture is only like a cake that must be read during holidays, they may never profit from God. Because the life God wants a man to walk into will come from what you have in your hand. That is why you can't make Bible studies a choice. It must be a necessity. Oh, I'm communicating. If you didn't know, let me say this to you. The miracle you are believing God for must first assess the how much of God you have in you. If that makes sense. Every breakthrough that is coming upon the life of every believer, one thing that becomes a governing factor in the spirit is how much of God you have in you. Because it can only take God in you to access the God that's coming into you. You didn't hear me. Or am I communicating, church? Whenever you study how the word of God plays out, automatically you are you are chance to walk in the image of God. Apostle Paul says that since Christ died, we also died with him. And since Christ arose, we also arose with him, ladies and gentlemen. So trust me. Many people, eh, they are still where they are in the name of salvation, in the name of process. Yet, because they haven't got a deeper understanding on how the God plays out, they can't enter anywhere. It's a pity. So, just as the way you are willing to accept what God is telling to a prophet, be quick to hear what he has written about your life. You didn't hear me. Oh, if that makes sense. There are things that God will never tell you to your pastor. Whenever I begin to speak ministries and you are shocked, it's because I took them to study out. If that makes sense. Yeah. I told you before that you can never be complete in Jesus until you understand the place of God in your life. Did I say that here? I've told you several times that the enemy has a way of making people believe that everything they've achieved in their name belongs to them. And God says, no. Nothing belongs to any man. His mercy, his ways, his act of benevolence has paved a way to attest of God's glory. So everything you think is yours is for God, not for you. Just that he has a way of making people feel that whatever belongs to them. But wisdom must teach you 
that life is no more yours. Oh, am I communicating, please? Yeah. The reason why people are still incomplete, yet they claim that God is with them, is because they feel that everything they achieve has taken the place of God in their own life. It's a pity. Let somebody get money today. It will shock you that they will change in their lifestyle towards God. I've seen plenty. Somebody can enter into this country and struggle for more than 20 years for documents. The day God is to give them one year to change. I've seen plenty. Back in the days, I used to do service here and then when I'm coming to church, I'll be seeing people kneeling down on the street. More grace, more grace, more grace, more grace, more grace. God is good. More, more grace, more grace, more grace. And then, you know, I, I would profess like crazy. God is good. He's doing that. And I realized that some were coming for healing for their children. Some were coming for fiber to be taken away from them. And then they told me that, hey, bros, the gift is to help people come into Christ. So I will sit here the whole day. Oh, you are delivered. Come on, out. Come out. This out. And you know, counseling for me was full session. I do full service with you. So I will sit and hear your case. What is your matter? What is, what is that? God is good. Until some time I realized that the people were only making mockery of Jesus Christ. If they make sense. At one in time, you know, I, I, I love to prophesy to see people coming to destiny. But some will use it for their own fun. The guy has got nothing to do. So let us call him. He's a pastor. He has nothing to do. So call him. He'll pick up. I said, really? God bless you. God is good. Now you realize that all those people eh, that felt that what they needed, God had given unto them. After they walked through time, they realized that they need something better than this one. You know, God, eh, you know, God, eh, he, he built your miracle through time. Because every reality of the spirit is time dependent. If what was supposed to happen on a Monday does not take place on a Monday, it happens on a Tuesday, its effect will go down. Yes, that's how God operates. I'm not teaching here. So you forever remain incomplete if you can't give God the needed reverence. It is, it is a pity when anything takes the place of God in your life. Trust me, church. There are people God can never trust because pride has become their God. Am I coming to the church? Yeah. I want you to know that the glorification belongs to God, not you. You have no place when it concerns God's glory. If that makes sense. You are too small to share God's glory. If that makes sense. Yeah, you, are, you are too minute to share God's glory. You are, too, you are too little. Now in God's glory, there can't be human attestation. It's a pity. David said that he hung his old attire so that anytime he wakes up in the morning, he can remember where God picked him from. Imagine Yes. In life, when God wants men to stay humble, he tells them where they came from. If that makes sense. Truly speaking, I told you this. One of the greatest errors anybody can ever forget in their life is the principle that works for you. You didn't hear me, church. Look at me. God has a way of bringing miracles to you by first giving you virtues. Let me break it down. Everything that concerns God's glory being seen in the life of a man must come through obedience to parties in God's kingdom. <laughs> Look at me, church. God has never blessed anybody because he loves them. Never. The love God has for mankind 
Mm? When the concerns break through the manifestation, that love can't contribute to anything. <laughs> if you think that God has ever elevated anybody based on love alone, that love is not true. That love is fraud. Yeah. God loves everybody. Yet, our part of obedience towards how you operate is what stands us out. If that makes sense. So, I can tell how much of the fear of God you have in your heart based on the level of relationship you produce. <laughs> if that makes sense. At a point in time, your physical results will tell us where you stand in God. Yeah. So, God can tell you that your virtue of obedience should be the act of patience. But because you want everything to go quick for you in destiny, God says, Can you've lost something in the spirit? Look at me, church. I've told you this. Any place or any aspect of your life the enemy attacks the most is that particular aspect God has created to give you honor in life. I'm a teacher. So God was, He is, and is to come. Now, let me give you what that thing means in the spirit here. When God told me this, I was shot myself. I want you to know that every identity you have of God in your present state is called He is. You didn't hear me. If you study how John, the revelator, explained Christ, he said He was, He is, and is to come. Now, are you aware that there are many identities that God possesses that a man can't speak of? You don't get me. Are you aware that God is multifaceted? If that makes sense. Now, you may call him the creator based on what you think of him. Now, you may call him the helper based on what you think of him. But there are many things in God that even destiny can't explain. You don't get me. Now, that aspect of God that brings a man into alignment with destiny is called he is God. I'm not talking church. So anytime God gives a man chance to walk in destiny with him through obedience and people choose to give God that reverence, he enters into the realm he was before he met you. Well, am I communicating, church? Friends, if you must be complete, make God your priority. Just don't make God the first. Make God your everything. You didn't hear me? Make God what? Your everything. Finally, God has given you a baby. You don't just dedicate the baby and say, thank you, Jesus. Dedicate the baby's life by living righteously. That is how to give God reverence. You have blessed God as, as the head over that department. If that makes sense, church. Yes. You need to continue with that same path you live by. God wants to see that he's being lived through you. God told me. That never think that life is the air you breathe. Life is God lived in you. Am I talking church? Or am I talking church? Europeans are joking. Europeans are joking. Gradually, we can see the love that people have for God is fading out. Truly speaking, men don't love God. Let something happen today in their personal life. It will shock you the kind of comment they will give. I'm telling you. God called these people Pharisees. He called them hypocrites. Because they felt righteousness was only a coach to wear. And God says, no. Look at me, church. What you do when nobody's watching is your real identity. Say, God is my everything. I'm not talking here. Sometimes, hear me, church. <laughs> I have to give part to today. Sometimes, eh? 
God has a way of making you go through a delay in life so he can work on your character. Remember, I told you, if you stay up to pray the whole night, stay in the day to work on your character. You don't get me. There are two seasons every day must provide, the morning and the evening. So when you labor in the place of prayer the night, labor in the day, work on your character. Because something is bigger than prophecy, it's called character. I'm a teaching here. Keep, keep God that reference. No, no, no. You know, it's easier for you to come to church and you sit comfortably with your phones in your hand. But I bet you the imam in the mosque is afraid. The imam believes that when he calls Allah Waqabal, he will go to heaven. These same people, they said that God has no woman. So Christ can be called God's son. Oh, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. But they believe that the heaven they are going to, if they die, their, their God will give them 70 virgins to work with. How can the God who has no woman give you one to sleep with in heaven. Okay. Yet, they have yielded themselves to the Quran. <laughs> you don't get it. Apostle Paul says, what at all can separate us from the love of the Father? Is this death? Is this sorrow? Am I communicating, church? The Bible says a time came when Job lost everything in one day. He lost his children. He lost his house. He lost everybody to the extent the wife says, why don't you curse God and die? One thing came from him. He says, everything has a limit in this kingdom. He says, I was born naked from the womb of my mother and naked shall I go. But the Bible says Job did not sin against God because he did not speak against God's kingdom. Am I communicating in church? He, he want, God wants to see that he is the property of your kingdom. I want to pray for so many tonight. My God, if the enemy is tempting your soul, may God arise and come to your aid. My God, if the enemy is fighting your destiny, may God arise and fight your soul. I prophesy, if God has forgotten you, may mercy call your name. May mercy call your name. May mercy call your name. In the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus somebody says speak Lord clap your hands together for Jesus ah praise God please hear me well believe this message with your heart because I'm telling you the truth here the end of your life will tell us if the things you believed in were true if that makes sense. God has a way of creating time to justify your acts and your needs. Okay. Let me give you part two today. If I want to spend time on part one, eh, we will not close today. Number two. Hear me, church. You can never come into completeness in Christ if you are not submitted to God's will. <laughs> Revelation chapter 22 verse 17. Please let me read. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Twenty-two verse 17. Thank you, God. Are you blessed, friends? I said point number two. If a man must be complete in Christ, now look at me, church. 
I want you to know that there are two things that govern God's integrity, his life and his law. <laughs> oh, did you hear me? But listen, gentlemen. The life that Christ produces offers a man joy in eternity. But that joy in eternity may never find expression upon the earth to see, for men to see how God has been good unto you. People think that things automatically are in Christ. Their life must fall in place. True or false? Uh-huh. The very moment you neglect the law that governs the life, the life of Christ, you can't walk in God's glory. Because what God was turned upon to bring a man into glorification is obedience to his law. Say the will of the Father. Look at me, church. I want you to know that as long as you remain to breathe, you remain alive, if that makes sense. Now, the breath of heaven given unto mankind is called the will of the Father. Yes. When God wants to ensure that he sponsors your activity upon the earth, he brings you into alignment with his will. There are many believers today who are assuming that God is with them, but God has left them because they never chose the will of the Father. The most dangerous thing anybody can ever do in this kingdom is to live life assuming God is with you when God has left your life. Because when God leaves a man, he doesn't tell you. In fact, God has never announced his departure. He only announces his arrival. I'm telling you. There are many people today that are dead in their spirit. God calls their name and nothing reveals about them because they carry dead altars. Look at me, church. If a man cannot be aligned into God's will, his life can't find expression with you. Trust me, church. The value of God for any man is how they've been in their own will. Okay. Okay. When God says you are mine, it means you've chosen my will. You didn't hear me? I've told you in the part one, ladies and gentlemen, you don't know what tomorrow holds against you. Oh, true of us. There is no, no matter how tall you think you are, you can't see tomorrow. There are some of you seated here. You lost friends years ago. And some of the friends who died, in fact, you spoke to them a day before or a week before or some months before. Oh, true of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, praise God. Yeah. A lady I prophesied to in America. Sometimes, eh, I wonder why people want to try God. I told the husband that God says don't drive the white car. He's a prophet of God. I don't have any white car in my house. And the guy is from Cameroon. The guy is a Presbyterian. He doesn't believe in these things. He's a guy. That's Yahoo Yahoo. The guy you are praising, how can you tell me I shouldn't drive the white car? Me, I don't have any white car in my garage. And the wife says, hey, this man can see you. Now, I was thinking that God would tell me more things to prove that God didn't talk. God said, stay this and drop the call. I said, my dear, God bless you. I'm tired. We'll talk. Hey, God is good. So the guy went to work. On his way to work, there was a problem with this car. So he called a friend that I know you live in the same area with me. So can you come pick me up and let's go to work together? So the Depanash could pick up his car for him. And the car that came was a white car. And the friend said, I, I feel so tired. Can you drive me, please? And he says, let's go. Now, the guy sat in the car. He says he heard the voice. Don't drive the white car. 
Now he began to call, he began to call the wife. That I don't know what time is it in Belgium now, but start calling your prophet because something dangerous may happen today. <laughs> now, strange enough, I was preaching on Zoom and the lady kept calling. And you know, when I'm preaching, you dare not call me, you can't call me. Talk was just coming like that. So I had to, you know, leave and then pick the call. The man says, Prof, any sin that my husband has committed, please forgive me. I said, I can't forgive your husband. I'm not else I die. If that makes sense. Now, strange enough, God wanted to prove power to the young man. Because he felt he had everything he wanted in this kingdom. Pride is a demon. Pride is a killer. You didn't hear me. <laughs> now, the guy says, from nowhere, there was this sudden fog that covered the car. He says, the next thing he heard was a big shout. Not knowing that a young child was crossing and now hit the baby with the car. And, this, and you know, in America, till date, they still have this racism in their head. And they saw a black man kill a white child in a white neighborhood. That's the issue. Our God is good. What am I seeing here? You know, when you start this journey called life, the enemy can let you believe that what you think of it is true. And God says, no. You can't assume life through emotions because emotions have no facts. I'm not talking here. You can't sit and plan your life and present it before the Lord, assuming God knows it. God must first vet off your thoughts to believe your plans. Okay. I'm not talking here. You, you can't choose how God should see you. You don't choose how to worship God. You don't get it. When he becomes the Lord over your life, he takes charge over your soul. Ah, praise God. I can tell you, there are many believers today, their, their disobedience to God's voice has made them lose courage in the spirit. You know what I'm talking about God, eh? There's a way. God told me this. He says, the miracle that comes through the hand of mercy has a time limit. You didn't hear me. Not every, not every miracle that you receive came from God's grace. Sometimes it came from the mercy of the Father. And it has a time limit. You may walk in that miracle for some time now, and as you go through time, the miracle will lose focus of you. Ah, do you know how many women that have lost identity because of wrong men. Oh, did you hear me? Do you know how many men have exchanged their destinies for wrong women? In the name of, in this life, no one is perfect. Yes. Oh, did you hear me? <laughs> oh, nobody's perfect in this life. I'm, I'm growing old. I'm like, can't you see that? I've seen people enter into countries in the name of, oh, my friend lives there. And they entered without their head no opening up to them. God, when the days when we thought that you could go anywhere, God told me, you can't fall into God's plan. He is the beginning and the end. He must conscript you as part of the plan so his presence can back you. If you enter into a place God did not invite you, you are an enemy to him. What is God saying? What is... You know, I want to 
need to know that most of the things that help you become who God wants to be will not only follow what you feel about life. Life is not feeling. Say the will of God. Or say the will of God. Now, and the spirit and the bride say, come. And let him who hears say, come. Stand there for me. I'm taking only the A part here. Look at me, church. Whenever you stand in a place of prayer and you begin to make a demand, you have become like the bride who is saying, come. Hear me, church. I want you to know that Jesus Christ is the husband of the church. The church is never the building that is you and I. So God says, in this scripture, if there will have to be a place where we say, come, and things not appear in the physical, it's because the spirit has come into oneness with the bride. So whenever you stand to make an order, an order and things can appear in the physical, it means there's a mind problem between the spirit and the bride. God, with the days when I taught people pray out of passion, God, and God to me, no. Every request you lay on the altar must be in alignment with God's with your own self. Look at me. Because the will of the Father becomes your identity. It becomes your nature. There are things you do differently if the will of God is made known to you. Be there and be fooling yourself in the name of God knows my heart. He doesn't know you. I'm telling you. One time I asked my dad that it looks like prophetic ministry. The other nickname is called betrayal. Do you hear me? If you want people being betrayed the most, they are prophets. You think I woke up one day and I said I won't pick up calls again? You think I woke up one day and said I won't pick up? No, no, no. My ears hurt. I've, I've heard things my ears. <laughs> Did you hear me? I've heard things. <laughs> when I, anytime I open the phone for counseling, <laughs> I have like two phones in the house with, with one iPad. So, <laughs> when they call, I just pick a mute one. Mama, how are you doing? God bless you. Pick up what I pray for you. God be with you. Bye. Bless you. Oh, God is good. <laughs> oh, God is good. I'm like, why is it that people you do good will not cause you pain? If that makes sense. I was in the house with Eddie today. Talking about Eddie's birthday in November. Are you ready, friends? Yeah. Somebody say, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're talking about a suit and then they called one guy's name. And I said, if I was close to this guy, I would have asked for a suit. But I have an ungrateful soul. And then it says, life as it is, is very unpredictable. You say, human beings are very, very unpredictable. You can't, you, can't, you can't tell who human beings are. You can be friends today to when they can become enemies. When this boy began in life, he used to come to my bedroom. He would sit in my hall for, for hours, asking God for mercy. But that's life. Well, I'm not talking here. And then he says, that is the will of the Father for you. He says, he's to tell you that the gifts shouldn't be advantage. The love you have for God should be your strength. Because when the gift becomes your strength alone, he says, pride will enter into you. And you would ever feel you are the Godfather of human life. So every time the love of the Father sponsors men to bring to you, 
So somebody from anywhere can come and say, you are the, the, you are the person being printed to go forward. And you wonder how it happens. That's life. That's a kingdom here. Hey, don't attempt life trying. Life is not trying your luck. Yeah. Life is not two. Life is one. I, I've told you countless times. Never think you can easily wake up from a mistake and learn lessons. If the lessons you learn from mistakes in this kingdom has got nothing to do with your destiny, you never learned anything. You didn't hear me. <laughs> your, your life is God's will. Your preference is God's will. Your choice is God's will. Your cover-up is God's will. Your covering is God's will. Your garment is God's will. So everything you do, so you can't look at somebody and compare somebody to you. It's too dangerous. Thank you and God bless you for listening to Wisdom Moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. Don't forget to share with us how this message has been a blessing to you and your family on plus 324-9209-0454 or email us at office at benjaminfodger.org. Follow Prophet Benjamin on Facebook, YouTube, podcast at Prophet Benjamin Fodger. On Instagram is Benjamin underscore Fodger. Twitter is Senior Benjamin Fodger. And on website is www.benjaminfodger.org. Raise the moment with Prophet Benjamin Fodger. The vision, the mission, the passion. The passion.